Can I get a hoya? Hoya? in action uh, oh my gosh is this like that weird kind of it's flipped or mirrored you know what i mean yeah because this is my right hand and this is my left is this yeah <laughs> <laughs> hi welcome to the interviews podcast um where we are a cannabis space podcast where we like to have conversation about culture mm, welcome to season three Dude, can you believe this is season three? No. <laughs> um, thank you for everyone who's been supporting us thus far. Um, we greatly appreciate it. Um, I'm excited for this season because we get to offer you a lot more. I feel like be a little, a little more intimate. <laughs> you know, in terms of connecting. I feel like that fits in very well with our topic for today. Yeah. Um. But I'm V, aka Unique Bernique. I'm Kirsten, um, aka K Wells. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta switch all your socials to try to be the same. Yeah, because some of yours is like XOXO Gossip Girl. <laughs> I gotta change it. I gotta change it. Cause one, I one rib- is blunts are forever. That could, I mean, whatever, whatever is good. Because I know one is K Wells with two Z's and one is K Wells with three Z's. Is it? Yeah, I think your your Instagram is two Z's. Your TikTok's three. No way. Yahweh. No way. No way. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> She's right. Okay. 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 I'd be okay. Let me make it three Z's on Instagram. I'd be creeping. Okay. Bobby, you hear my cat scratching at the door? The kitty is trying to get out. Come here. Come come say hi to everyone. Come here. This is Bubby. Bubby. Bubby, say hi. This is Bubsters. Y'all got to, to meet him kind of in the background of some episodes. K Wells with 3 Zs on Instagram is not available. Okay, what about K Wells with 2 Zs on TikTok? I don't think that was available. That's probably why I picked it with 3 Zs. Okay, didn't you used to have one that was like K Wells XO? No, that's just my that's just my that's just my my snappy chat watch. See, Kaywell's oh, with two Z's is taken on TikTok. Oh, we're gonna have to figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay. Either way, Kaywell's with two Z's on Instagram. Kaywell's with three Z's on TikTok. Unique, Renique. There he goes. Um, 
Yeah, welcome. Welcome to episode two of 2022. Yes. So, <laughs> let's talk about our weed strains, right? What you got going on? What I got, got Rollins from High Supply. Oh. Seven grams of sativa. High Supply. High Supply. Oh! Mm. Before we start our official, like, you know, into the topic, we have to do that thing we discussed at dinner. We got something for you. Okay, so this would be the part that you would, um, that you would cut or copy and put at the beginning before the, the No, music. we can do it right before, before we, uh, yes. You know As a I little mean? snippet of the episode? Yeah. 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 But not yet. No, yeah, we okay. gonna talk about the strain. Okay, 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 okay. We got some some great for y'all to introduce the topic. Um, oh, okay. is that yours? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Let me Wait, do Leafly. I, I, why didn't I do that at first? Not sponsored, but okay, I'm ready now. Confirm you're 21, of course. I'm 20 fucking five. Okay, 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 okay. 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 Rollins, okay? Oh, shit, I don't want to write a review. That was an accident. They're still learning about this shit? How y'all ain't made no review? Hold up. Click that. Nope. Yeah. They still don't know nothing. Okay, well, we gonna figure out what it is. I guess, okay, so I guess that means we have to continue to smoke your weed. We have to do a relief... We got to do a leaf leaf thing. A relief. We, well, so remember that relief app? The app. Hold on. So that way we can monitor how it makes us feel and then we'll write the review. Y'all, they ain't got shit on us. <laughs> <laughs> I only do that because I saw you do it. Um, we look like we're fucking some Star Wars yeah. shit. This is not the blurriness you're looking for hopefully it focuses back in but it also could be relief wait i'm spelling this, it okay wrong. so this is a great opportunity to plug okay so my laptop a little old it's probably having a difficult time trying to run not only the webcam but also record our audio as well so if you would like to help us so that we can get better equipment so that we can offer you the most optimal episodes you can become a patreon donor for as little as $1 a year, $12 for 2022. You know how much that would help us out? Listen, if if 20 people gave $12, that's $240. Is I'm cooking that? it up. Yeah, so. I don't know. So like a little goes a long way. So with that being said, we also have Topanga OG, a.k.a. Topanga Canyon. And this is a perfect strain for this episode as well because Topanga OG, also known as Topanga Topanga Canyon, is a hybrid weed strain. Uh, Reviewers on Weekly say this strain makes them feel aroused, giggly, and creative. OG has 22% THC, and the dominant terpene in the strain is limonene. This is the one that I texted that person, and they were like, "Oh, the top, the top effect is arousal." arousal. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> "Okay, okay, okay, okay." I want to read the reviews. Yeah, because what else can we do? You feel? What else? Okay, so the first review they put on December twelfth of two thousand twenty: "Focus, giggly, happy, and talkative." 
Oh, that's a lot of words. Oh, that's We're going to skip words. them, okay? The next person put aroused, creative, energetic, and euphoric. They said, I would only advise experienced users in a solid state of mind to use the strong sativa from Cresco Labs because high supply is actually owned by Cresco. Mm -hmm. So, they said, the flower was as advertised, beautiful and sticky. These chunks might have not had a loud smell, but its peppery flavored smokes effects were definitely loud. Have not been impressed with much lately, but this one impressed me. Biggest drawback, severe cotton mouth, like tongue sticking to the roof of your mouth dry, so I have plenty of fluids available. We got some water. Okay. Can you hand me that water bottle? Yes. Um, the next person said, aroused, creative, energetic, and euphoric, really pleasant, uplifting sativa with a long-lasting mellow thing that's a little heavy after a while, but in a good way. Usually get very racy and anxious from sativas. No anxiety or sativa heebie-jeebies with this stuff whatsoever. Great smell and taste. Really good stuff. Oh, oh. So, I am a sativa person because my ass be fucking tired as foik. That's okay. But um, I like to I like sativas that can like be mellow because be over here be liking indicas. So, um. So. With that being said, if you haven't guessed by all of the innuendos that we've been giving throughout the beginning of this episode, today we're talking about... Wait! Can I get a hiya? Hiya! (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about sex! Sexy time! Sexy, sexy, sexy time! Um, because this is the year of self-care, okay? And there's a lot of things that come in incorporating self-care. And I feel like a lot of people think that intimacy or like just, and not intimacy even in the terms of with someone else, but just intimacy with yourself is not like really ever at the forefront of people's minds. But it's important. So for today's episode, we're going to walk you through a couple of different things. First, starting off with... um Talking about masturbation and just pleasure in the bedroom and how to be able to comfortably understand your body, to be able to comfortably tell someone how to understand your body. Um, Then we're going to go into a little bit of porn, different types of porn, especially because, unfortunately, a lot of us learn our sexual experiences by looking up porn. So ways that you can be like, hey... This is what you probably can incorporate in the bedroom. This is something that I would probably ask your partner's consent, even though consent in all aspects is definitely preferred and necessary, okay? Consent. And lastly, going into the chemistry of of intimacy beyond physical means. So what does it mean to be intimate with your partner on a mental level, on a conversational level, all of that stuff, which... I'm ready. This is gonna be a great episode. I I feel like talking about sexual experiences and helping people get comfortable with talking about just sex in general is definitely something that like I would love to become some kind of job of mine. Like not necessarily saying like a sex therapist because therapy requires a whole level of like differentness, but like a sex life coach, like helping people get comfortable with their bodies. Which is a great segue into masturbation. So, um, 
<laughs> Question. Have you masturbated? Do you masturbate? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What do I, you do? I, okay, so I have, like, a vibrator, which it's a, like, rabbit. Um, I got it on, like, adamandeve.com, which, like, you know, shout out to them. I think we have, we're an affiliate with some we sex are. shop. I, I, it might not be them. But, um, definitely 10 out of 10 recommend. It's not expensive at all. Like, it's, it works. It does the job. <laughs> takes batteries. For like, some waterproof. people who, who, <laughs> for some people who don't know what a rabbit is, would you mind describing? Like, yes. So, a rabbit would be something that has the ability to penetrate you, but it also has a stimulator for, like, your clit. Or for you know other stimulation outside, so dude, I have a I have this book where I can continue, but so, I, have, um, I can bring up visuals. Ooh, so it's really nice because I am one of the lucky people who like is able to have a vaginal orgasm, but I also can have a clitoral orgasm. So like you know I can do both with that. So like hey, it's right up my alley. <laughs> so. Um, I do enjoy using that. I haven't colored it yet, but it's, it's that little, it's that little bean. I'll try to like, (laughs) I'll try to emphasize it. I love it. (laughs) That's why I freaking, hi, that's why we, uh, that's why I got this coloring book because like, I had started this, this documentary, um, which we'll talk about a little bit later on and like it really, Open my eyes to a lot of different things. So sorry if it's blurry. We'll figure this out eventually. YOLO. Going into the new year with new visuals. Yeah. Um. But okay, okay, rabbit. Anything else? Um, I sometimes masturbate like with the shower head. I've heard about that. It's quite nice. Wait, do you have like a movable one? No. How do you do that? Very like origami type like. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I I literally use the word origami, but like the body becomes paper in the shower and just bends. Okay, and like when it bends, when the water hits the right area, <laughs> that's the first thing I ever used to masturbate. Was like I would lock. I would. Uh, we're gonna go on from the segue. I would lock the bathroom door to my like at my mom's house, and I would point the point the shower head like the perfect angle, and I'd get in that hole, and I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, I couldn't get the angle right, but the older I got, the more I realized where the angle was, and I was like, oh, <laughs> you're like shower head hitting. I never, I never used the shower head. The first person I ever saw do it was Anna Nicole Smith. On a late night, like, HBO Showtime, like, TV thing that was going on. Like, my grandma had all the channels. You and just was talking about how you couldn't think of a masturbation example. Here you I go. Lied. <laughs> no, I didn't think of it until <laughs> now. Till now. <laughs> Lift your hands. <coughs> I didn't think of it till now. But Anna Nicole Smith was going in. She had one of them, like, movable ones where like you could put it wherever let me clear this so we can pack and she was she was fucking going in bro like i was like oh and then like i realized that shit and like i'll be honest with you like 
this one time <laughs> this one time at band camp <laughs> this one time i was at my at my dad's house right and i was like you know what i'm a, i'm gonna see what his shower head about <laughs> <laughs> because i was taking a shower <laughs> time because of the, my parents are divorced so i had stayed with my dad like you know one day whatever and he has a house whatever so like he's got a couple bathrooms but the upstairs has a full shower the downstairs is just a stand-up one with no bath the one upstairs has a bath so like you can like origami in that bitch origami in that bitch so i origami right when i tell you the pressure <laughs> the pressure of that motherfucking Shower head, bro. I was having toxic shock syndrome pains in my pussy. What? That shit was too strong. So if you if you gonna try that shit, make sure that shit ain't gonna bruise you. Cause I was a bruised. <laughs> I was like, God damn, my pussy gonna fall off. Like I was scared. I was scared what for the, like a week. What the fuck? You know how them shower heads you have in different settings, bro. Some of them settings was like. And I was like, I'm trying to out of settings. Like I was a kid, so I was trying to, I was trying to figure out which one was gonna work. Oh my gosh! I be I, careful. I never um, I never used shower head. Hey, welcome Y'all know to Days Amused podcast. <laughs> uh, I never used a shower head or anything like that. Um, for me, it was like I was a fingers girl. I was. I touch myself. Yeah, I touch myself. Can't get enough. I was a pillow humper. <laughs> I would literally fold the pillow the right way and just be like, mm, mm, mm. Um, <laughs> but I didn't realize like what it was. But like essentially, like we figured out our clip before most other people do. I knew something was there, but I couldn't figure out what it was. It's not I just so knew it, funny. I just knew it would give me these like electric shocks that felt really good, and I'd be like, "Ooh!" I always felt like I always feel like I was gonna piss myself. <laughs> like, 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 I'd be like humping the pillow, and I'd be like, "Whoa!" I'd be like, "Whoa!" I feel like I'm gonna freaking pee. But like, I couldn't stop. Like, literally, I would like, okay, like, okay. Anytime I was younger and I would masturbate, I. I, and this is perfect segue into why we're talking about masturbation. I touched myself and knew, like, what felt good, you know? So when it came time to, like, the age where I did become a little bit more sexually active, I already knew how to tell... Stop looking at me! <laughs> You're looking at me, I'm looking at you! <laughs> I already knew how to tell the people that, like... This is what I want you to do. Like, I remember when when the first guy, like, fingered me. I was like, okay, like, I need you to <laughs> push up. Yeah! <laughs> push up, and I need you to come here. Like, come hither. <laughs> literally. And, like, I would say maybe that's why my partners, you know, that I had growing up, like, not to toot my own horn, but, like, for real, if you ask them, like, we did have great sex because, like, I knew my body and so I knew what to tell them to do to make my body feel good and in turn because my body felt good they felt good because like of how the penetration and everything was working and I think that's why it's so important to be able to get to know your body because like literally how do you expect to go into a relationship have someone fuck you 
And then just assume right off the bat, your first interaction of knowing how to touch you, where to touch you, what you like, what you don't like. And if you aren't comfortable bringing those things up, like sexually, like the main question I have for you is like, why? Like I understand as a society, we don't talk, we don't talk about sex, but like, you had to have done something to get to that situation if it is consensual sex, okay? We're talking, you know, in terms of like, you want this. <clears throat> so you and this person had to have some kind of level of communication or interaction for there to be this moment of being like, I'm going to freak you. If you can talk about it on that level, why can't you talk about the things that you like in those situations? Why am I going to text someone and be like, ooh, you're trying to come over tonight? But when they come over, not feel comfortable enough to tell them, like, hey, don't just jackhammer me. That doesn't turn me on. Like, fucking eat me out. Sorry. I'm so sorry, parents. I'm so sorry. I know my parents support this, and they're probably like, what the fuck is wrong with my child? Don't listen to episode one, season three. Two. If you're two. Season three, episode two, if you're our parents please you can listen to the beginning but then i'm going to tell you when to you shouldn't even be at this point <laughs> no. um but yeah so i and i think so all of the partners that i had in terms of i i know everyone's like oh you know rank me da, 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 all this stuff i can't say that i've ever had a partner that i had bad sex with don't get your fucking head big to anyone who was a previous partner listening to this, okay? Like, <clears throat> calm it down. <clears throat> but I... Anyway, so... But with that being said, those partners that I was able to talk and communicate more about, like, this is what I like, this is what they like, we had better sex. Those partners that were willing to experiment, willing to try different things, willing to be open and understanding that, like, just like we're having to get to know each other and what we like personality-wise, like, sex, it's the same fucking thing. And if you don't have... If you have a partner that's wanting to explore and willing to explore and one that's not, it can be very difficult, you know? It can be a hard situation. Or or vice versa. Like, if you know you're not a sexual person, tell your partner. If your partner's like, I'm trying to, hey, I, I know we're trying to go into a different segue and not talk about this ending topic first, but, like, I feel like this is kind of going into it. But, like, you you... Some people, their intimacy is in different ways. It's not just sexual. Oh. That's why I was ahemming. Oh. Oh. So, so when it comes to masturbation, like, I feel like either we all. You didn't talk about how you masturbate. You didn't yes, get out I of did. It. What'd you say? You did it. I used to, I used to f- you fuck my fingers and your fingers. But yeah. what about now? What about the present day? Oh, present day? Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, so present day, I have a couple of different toys just because, like, 
again, I love exploring me sexually because I like having sex. Like, um, so I play with a lot of different toys. I have fucking vibrators. I have dildos. I have clit simulators. I still use my fingers. There's nothing like flicking your own bean, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't have a rabbit. I don't have anything. Okay, I don't have any duo toys that does both. Like really? Penetration and, yeah. Both, my toys are separate. Is there a reason for that? I just wonder. Because it's, you know. Because, okay. Because it's, it's just <clears throat> random that that's the first thing that I bought, but that's one thing that you don't have. So, I would say for me, it's because I realize there are some situations where I just want clitoral stimulation. There's others where I'm like, I just want penetration. And then there's other times where I'm like, fucking give me both. And I think that gives me the, because of how I buy my toys, it gives me the ability to do different things different ways. And some of them, some of them are, are, I think all of them are waterproof, but some of them, you know, I can play in the shower. Others, it's like bed only and then others are like I can use this on my partner and my partner can use it on me too like it's it's a little versatile but yeah yeah and I'm always trying to go you know me I'm quick to be like let's go to the sex shop like I always like to see what they have yeah um so but I feel like a lot of people have this weird misconception of how sex should be or or that we can't talk about sex and it's taboo because of the porn industry and people's thoughts and conceptions about what the industry is and how it is and how it's ran but me personally i fucking love porn i i do i do um i feel like i was introduced to porn at a very young age um by accident uh (laughs) Same. Um, and the reason why is... Okay, so I think my first porn experience <clears throat> was late at night. You know, you're watching, like, TV or whatever. And some channels would, like... <laughs> I just feel like I know what you're going to say. I feel like I know what you're about to say. Because it's, it's the same for me. <laughs> Some channels would switch over to like the softcore porn, and you're like, "What is this?" And of course, they never showed like, you never saw full nudity. You only saw like boobs and like maybe like the pubic mound. What is that? The mons pubis. Or you would see <clears throat> butts. You know, you would see the little like hump in action, but you really were just getting noises for the most part. Yeah. That's what, like, Anna Nicole Smith's porn was like. Like, it was, like, tasteful and, like, it could be on TV on, like, the, you know, 500 channel. Yeah, yeah. So, I feel like that was, like, my first experience. And then, like, from seeing that, I just had this natural interest of, like, wanting to know more. So, there is this old white lady. that used to be on like the same whatever one of those channels and she would answer questions and we'd have like dolls or just just education experience and so I would like watch that as well and be like I'm you know I want to learn more about 
whatever this fucking lady is talking about and how your body works and how sex is. It smells like cream soda. I know, right? Um, and then from there, it just... I was telling Kirsten this earlier. Like, from there, it was kind of this... Not really split, but, like... I started seeing more, like, kind of, like, lesbian-type shit. And I... I if, if I really think about it, I knew early on that I was fucking gay. <laughs> I knew. I was just like, I don't want anyone to know. It's my little secret. Um... And then that's, I feel like that was my next step in porn was, like, looking at, like, queer-ass shit, especially in terms of, which I, oh, I've been charging my laptop so we can look stuff up. Yes. So, especially in terms of hentai, which Kirsten has never seen, so I'm going to show her some. I have never seen hentai, okay? There might be porn still on here. Hold on, let me. Ah! Renique opened up the iPad and literally turned it away from me (laughs) so that I couldn't see it because she's got porn on there. No, no, no. I cleared it. I closed it. Okay. Okay. No porn. So tell us about your porn experience while I look up. My porn experience generally went from, like, heterosexual porn quickly to, like, lesbian porn. And I was like, hmm... Why do I feel better when I watch women loving women? <laughs> How did your heterosexual porn experience go? Because mine, it was, I didn't like it because a lot of them were like pounding that pussy. And they're like. <laughs> it was very much not romantic at all. And like, at least like, I don't know. Like, I feel like nowadays when it comes to heterosexual porn, like, yes, the the man might be eating out the woman or, you know, maybe that's happening. But, like, majority of it, it's not like that. It's from when I was looking at it when I was younger. I don't watch porn very often now just because I'm like, you know, like, I don't know, I just don't. I do all the time. I probably should, but I just don't, like, you know. Well, I would say, like, I, I feel like I still watch porn a lot. But I don't watch it in the same way that I used to. Like, I feel like back in the day I used to watch it to, you know, like, kind of get myself off, you know. Whereas now I watch it, well, a couple of different things. One, like entertainment. It's yeah. just, it's great to watch. But two, not only would I love to be a sex educator, but I would love to be a porn director because queer porn, I, lesbian porn, I'm fucking tired of seeing all these fucking lesbian porn and y'all ain't real lesbians. Like, stop. Stop. I, if you say scissoring isn't a real thing. I'm laughing. I'm laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you. Go do your research, okay? Like, for real. Okay, so, but no. I I definitely feel like I don't watch it for the same reasons now, but I still watch it often. So, this is my trusty iPad that I use. It's old as hell and can't really update anymore, but I can still use it for porn. Um, Because. What website are we on? So, this one is Hentai Haven. Um, Dot XXX. I don't go on this one as often because I go more on, like, realistic porn. But sometimes, you know, I'm an anime nerd. Sometimes I'm in the mood to just see, like, what they got going on. So, I would say, like, anime porn can be hentai. Can be very, like, weird. Most people think tentacles and they think hentai. But there's also just, like, 
there's just so many different oh there's your tentacles there's just like so many different like aspects like you can just like click whatever you know but okay let's go to anime hentai here let's click this one see it's like a guy and a and a girl and they look like the the cover they it looks like a regular anime cover so imagine being a young me into anime you're just looking up stuff you're just trying to find whatever animes that are out there and back in the day they used to just okay (laughs) story time they used to have hentais just amongst anime, like a regular thing. Like my dad had, I want to say it was Redbox to where you could order DVDs in. It was either Redbox or Netflix. One of those to where you can get DVDs sent to you, right? And I would order those all the time. Different type, because I would get to see all these animes that I didn't get to see before. I remember ordering this one in particular and I was so excited to see it. And it's about this girl who like, I know. I started peeling off the sticker. You did this to it last time you had it. <laughs> um, so I started this anime where it's like this girl and it's like her her family goes into debt and like so her dad in a shitty way kind of sells her off to this family that she owes debt to so that she can work it off. Um, and so she ends up like becoming like this like personal like tutor and assistant to this kid that's like going into high school and stuff like that long story short they end up fucking okay but like when you first see it and like how the cover is you can't imagine that it's gonna be a porn so yeah um but like it'll be it'll just be simple stuff like this and then let's see let's get let's see if we can find a a clip I'm going to turn the noise down. Y'all don't get to hear the noise. Look, people are saying... Look, people are reviewing it. Not much to say about the plot because it's going to be a series. Only thing to say about it is it's the story of a weave girl getting something. I don't know what that word means, but okay. Oh, I found the episode. See, and then they have like... On the side, they <laughs> just have people getting fucked. <laughs> Oh, and like down there too. Just <laughs> everyone on every ad on the page is someone getting fucked. <laughs> okay, hold on, let me like fast forward. Oh, they're flirting. Oh, they're online. It's like Sword Art Online for those who know anime. Oh, see, they're flirting. Oh, they're kissing. See? It's, like, very romantic. It's not, like, a regular porn. I know some people think He's of, like... He's rubbing on her tits. I know some people... Oh, he pulled... Look at yeah. her nipple. It's so pointy. See? <laughs> and, okay, so... Look at her face! <laughs> look at her face! Her face. Can I pretend like I'm her face? Look, everyone, look at this. Look. <laughs> That's what she looked like. <laughs> so, oh. but... But I would say in terms of, like, how this is going so far, don't get me wrong, there's some raunchy-ass fucking porns and, and hentai out there. But, like, this one, they're, like, centrally fucking, like, it's not, see, he's fingering her. Most guys don't even try to foreplay with, with. Look at her legs. Oh, yeah, see, at least he's foreplaying. Look, going in for more. Are they in a are they in a gondola? They are. 
didn't even fuck. He just fingered. See, there's different types of hentai. There's like that, and then there's like okay, hold on, let me find a typical oh, God. one. I can find you a typical one. Just give me two seconds. <laughs> It's funny to think of, like, how there's, you know, people in their, like, different types of porn experiences. Some are used to, like, the traditional type of of, of, of videos. And then there's, like, us, us weebs out here who are like, nah, I was... Oh, here's one. You can tell from the... Are those tentacles? Yeah. See, it's grabbing her nip. Oh. And it's uncensored. What does that mean? <clears throat> Some of them are censored to where there'll be like pixelated things around like their noodles. Yeah, so you can't actually see it, but this one's it's not it's uncensored, so you get to see it all. I will say I feel like hentai's love their hentai videos love their cream pies. <laughs> Let's fast forward. Oh, he got a little alien dick. Why has it got, like, things on it? It's an alien. Okay, why is he moving up and down? Because he's rubbing it against her. Oh. Her, you know. Her bits. <laughs> me, earlier in this episode. Be comfortable talking about sex. Me, now. They're rubbing their stuff together. <laughs> Let's see. Um. Oh, here we go. Oh, my God. Tentacles. Is that an ant? It's a praying mantis. <gasps> Why are they showing the inside? Yeah. Yeah. That's it's my first time, but this demonic creature feels so good inside me. That's the cervix. Yeah. <laughs> no, no judgment. <laughs> Sorry for my face. <laughs> but, you know, I will say, like, in terms of hentai, mine weren't right the tentacle stuff really was not my thing like i was just like oh, yeah i guess um also it just felt like overwhelming because half of those videos it'd be like things going in multiple places and you're just like i don't as a person don't think i would be able to handle that um but yeah like i feel like people have this weird misconception about how sex goes because it's like hard to talk about and then they get their advice from porn which speaking from experience if you are trying to look into like queer ass porn and and you know see some things learn some things amateur amateur you have to look at the amateurs you have to look only fans like I, a lot of people have queer ass only fans now shout out to them but don't go to like no sponsored ass fucking video like very rarely are you getting a truly authentic lesbian experience if that's what you're looking for. I <sighs> I need to do that. I've never watched amateur porn. Or maybe I have on Twitter on, like, accident. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because people just be posting what they're up to. <laughs> true, true, true. True. Um, and then, uh, lastly, some, some... Aspects of intimacy doesn't necessarily have to be about sex or doesn't have to be about genitals or, or things of that nature. And, and what really opened my eyes to that is, like, not only I knew, like, 
for me, there's different things that just I'm naturally turned on by and it doesn't necessarily have to be because someone's naked or because we're about to have sex. Um, and I watched this, I started this amazing fucking documentary. Um, don't know how to feel about it because I found out through you actually that the person behind it, which is Gwyneth Paltrow, is supposedly Becky with the good hair. <laughs> but with, with Beyonce bias aside... It is a good documentary because it talks about different sexual experiences and you're able to see these different couples go through these experiences and learn how to be more communicative in different intimate ways with their partner. And they have different dynamics of partnerships too. But it's called Sex, Love, and Goop. I believe Gwyneth Paltrow has a company called Goop. That's like they had the Yanni eggs and shit. Mm -hmm. Um But in there, they talked about how, like, there are different types of ways to be intimate with your partner or ways that your partner responds to intimacy. Um, Some of them being like, okay, we'll put the quiz so you can take the quiz. But there's, like, sexual, which is, like, the standard typical what you think of, like, nakedness, physical aspect. There's sensual, which is more of, like, the mood, the environment, the anticipation, the buildup. Um... I want to say electric, but it might be something different, but where it's more of like, it doesn't necessarily have to be touching in a sense, but it's more of like energies in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one that was kind of like shapeshifter. You kind of blend or move in between them. And I feel like there's one other one that I'm missing, but I feel like that taking that quiz and just like also learning about different love languages and ways of communicating with your partner um or with I feel like I say partner but like the dynamics of intimacy can be so different because like for me sex doesn't mean shit like I can have sex with a friend and it be I just had sex with a friend it doesn't mean that I like them it doesn't mean I want to be with them but sex is also therapeutic to me in a way so I feel like in terms of learning more about who you are sexually, you're able to get more out of the experience. Like, I learned that I am a central person. I do like the buildup. I do like setting the mood. I do, but it doesn't necessarily have to be the typical stereo, like, type of mood that you think in your head of, like, petals leading to the bedroom, like, candles everywhere. Like, don't get me wrong, that definitely sets your girl off too. But it can just be, like, the centralness and, like, light touches and looks and the way things are said and the way things are done and just like oh getting my feelings going i um will counter that with i am almost the opposite like sex can mean nothing to me but it can also mean something more than it you know more than that sometimes because I I'm quick to to have sex you know because I just like it but sometimes I feel like ooh like I I treat certain people like eh like you know we're just having sex or whatever because I'm like they don't want to do anything else and I'm kind of canceling out that entire possibility because I'm like you know it's just sex it's just sex it's just sex but there are times where I have sex with people where I'm like, ooh, like, kind of touches my heartstrings. Well, you know? Agreed, agreed. No, yeah. same. Like, there are certain people where, like, 
the sex does mean a little bit more. And I think it goes along that line of like, for me, sex is this level of vulnerability. And like, in a way, I have control to a point of that level of vulnerability that I provide. Um, And someone that I feel comfortable being more vulnerable with, I find that I am more explorative in in our sexual like interaction and that shit's fun that shit is so like empowering to your own self too but then there's others where I'm just like I mean you are hot and I I would fuck you but it doesn't mean that I can see something beyond us just having like this physical interaction and us being friends like not every fuck is worthy of something more than friendship for me. Mm-hmm. That's true. I agree. Like, there can be times where it's like we're, yeah, we're having a good time. We're sexually compatible. But there can be times where it's like we're sexually compatible and I want to, you know, I question this and I want to know more about this situation. I want to see what this has to offer for both of us and in where this could take our friendship or our relationship or whatever you call it um because sex can bring you closer to someone in a way you know i have i have a friend that you know of that i've been that way with like it brought us it brought us closer but it also can have some complications when you feel as though like well i care about you you know like, a, I care about you a little more than a friend, not in a way where I'm trying to possess you or control you or or be involved in every single thing you do. But I'm like, hey, I, I deserve a little more respect because we, we're on a level of we've seen each other naked. We, we've made each other feel things. So, like, you know, I expect you to, to respect me the way I respect you kind of thing. Yeah. Isn't that funny? That, but that's – I feel like that that is – Every interaction is some kind of exchange. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is, like, the bare minimum you can do whenever you have, like, a physical exchange with someone is being, like, now that this is a different dynamic in the relationship, not saying that you have to be, like, I'm going to treat you like a girlfriend or, like, a boyfriend or, Mm -hmm. like, whatever, but, like, just understanding the level of respect. Like, Mm -hmm. you know. That's the best way I can think to put it. Yeah. A level of respect. And I... And I think back to, like, a few different people that I've been intimate with, and I'm like, you know, even though we may not talk, like, when I see this person, they're still like, hey, how are you? Give you a hug. Or they're like, hey, nice to see you. Like, there's still that level of, like, I'm going to interact with you because we've been on that level before, and, like, we may not be on the level now, but, like, you still deserve the respect that you're giving me or the respect I would give anyone. So, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. And I've also had those people where, like... I realized we were vibing really well and like we had that moment of like physical exchange physical interaction we had sex and like they made it weird in the sense Mm -hmm. of like now demeaning our friendship to just being like we're sexual partners and it's like no like if if you can't be friends with benefits like that's fine like then don't cross that line Mm mm-hmm you know, I, I feel like it's not for me to also assume that you're going to be able to handle this different aspect of our interaction. Like, you can't assume someone is going to know how you want to interact with them in 
with the new development and how you are intimate with each other, you know? Ugh. I agree. I mean, because here's the deal. Say you're you're partnered with someone or you're you're talking to someone or messing around with someone and it Ooh. I feel like sometimes the reasoning behind some people's push, you know, their standoffishness is because they don't want to get hurt either. But in the end, sometimes that can kind of come off in a in a negative way because it's like you're telling me, you know, hey, this is nothing. We're we're not that. We're not this. You know, this is not that. But your actions, a lot of people's actions don't show that. I'm one of those. I, I Not in a bad way, but I will say, like, I mean, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I will say, like, I'm, I, and I think it's because, like, part of it for me could be my head doesn't keep up with my heart, if that makes sense. Because, like, my head will think, like, logically, okay, you know, for me, this is just, like, a friend kind of interaction. You know, I don't have feelings. Like, all of this type of shit, you know, we're, we're just vibing. And, like, I will I will tell that to said person. Like, we're just vibing. We're not, you know, this you is... You dropped a little bit right there. Ugh. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. <laughs> um, but then, like, months go down the line and we're, like, interacting and I'm realizing, like, shit, this isn't, like, the same way we're interacting. And I get it. Like, it that comes with knowing someone and 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 vibing and all of that shit but like I'm that type of person where like I I feel like I do that I'll tell people like we're cool we're just we're two human beings enjoying our time together and then the next thing I know I'm like fuck like I guess this is something different um I think where I get frustrated though she's annoying did y'all see that where I get frustrated is that <laughs> I hate it when, like, don't lead me on in a very negative sense. And this is what I mean by that. Like, don't have me feeling, if, if we're both going to be free, if we both going to be out in these streets and just interacting with each other on a, you know, whenever we're feeling kind of need basis, then so be it. But don't make me feel guilty for trying to be out here, quote unquote, hoeing. And then you're out here doing the same thing. And then trying to make it seem like, you know, we're in a relationship, we're together, we're this monogamous type of thing. And then I come to find out you're out here doing whatever you want to do. Like, I don't like the hypocriticalness. It's playing both sides and it's very much a... Confusing. When it's convenient for me, we have a label. Whenever I want to be free and be single, then we're, then we're not a thing. You know, I've seen that. I've, you I've can't be that. half poly. No. No, and I feel like that comes a lot from insecurities from people. I feel like sometimes people come into your life and, and they really like what you have to offer, um, but they have that insecurity of, well, you know, what if, you know, someone else comes along and they think I'm hot? What if I want to fuck someone else? Like, you know, okay, if that's the case, then let's be polyamorous, but 
their ego, their, their fucking insecure self can't take that if you were to find another person who fulfilled your needs in other areas, how that would affect how your relationship with them would go because that could leave the possibility of you possibly choosing a different person over them, which is not at all what a polyamorous relationship is about. But for that person not understanding that, they're coming from a point where they're like, you know, I'm scared of losing you because I don't think that anyone else will want me long term, but I'll have you forever. Yeah. And it's like, and I think that's where I I got frustrated with, like, previous partners because mm-hmm. it's like me wanting to explore polyamory and now knowing that I am, I, I am polyamorous is, is, I get it, if you don't, if that's not your cup of tea, that's not your cup of tea. But, like, don't don't be out here trying to do the same thing, though, and make me feel guilty. Because, like, for me, it's not, it's not like I'm going to be with this person, but the reason why I'm poly is because I also want to just be out here fucking everyone. No, like, I just love. I just, I can have a love for a lot of different people in a lot of different aspects and a lot of different ways. And I think it's very unrealistic to sit there. Like, yes, there's going to be a person that I want to spend my being with. Uh, I like that. You are my person. I am your person. And together we're navigating this crazy ass world. But I also understand that there's going to be other interactions that I have with people that, that, will fulfill me in a different way and like if my partner has those interactions with other people as well who am I to like we only have one life who am I to like be selfish to be like no you're you're mine and mine only ew yeah like go off if someone's gonna love you like I love you like shit and if we vibe uh, that means I get another friend (laughs) like you know shit gosh I think it's important to definitely live your life according to your wants and needs it's important to evaluate your relationships with people and make sure that they're making you happy and fulfilled and if not look around and and seek out other options you know if you don't feel like if you feel like you're with someone and they are someone who you could see yourself being with but there are some things that you find yourself outside of them wanting maybe what we're talking about could be something that you might be interested in do some research who knows you might be you know polyamorous we never know all right so with that being said um thank you for joining us for this amazing episode of days and muse podcast um we hope we gave you a lot to think about a lot to discuss um we'll put a whole bunch of links in the show notes so definitely check them out um it'll have you know quizzes about your love life quizzes about your sexual experience all the good things as well as um links to what we reference but if you would like to follow us and stay up to date um, on our content as well as when we post episodes, you can follow us on TikTok at Days and Amused Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Days and Amused Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Dazed Amused Pod. And no website, it's down right now. Um, but you can email us if you have ideas or things that you would like for us to discuss at. 
daysandamusedpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, take care of your mental health. Make Patreon. Sure you- oh, Patreon. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 yes. Uh, and if you would like to support our, our amazing show and help us to be able to thrive in this 2022 amazing year, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast and donate for as little as $1 a month, which would be a total of $12 a year. Yes! And it'll help us out for um, equipment, advertising, all of that. None of it goes to our granary, so don't think you're trying to help us smoke. We smoke on our own. And we have have full-time jobs. Yes. Um, So, with that being said, Take care of your mental health. Go drink some water. um, And we'll see you next time.